welcome to the God is a Geek podcast episode 499. My name's Adam Cook, your host, and we're ever inching ever closer to 500. And in sort of a, almost a homage to the past, you won't know this, and I don't need to reveal this, but in the interest of always just being completely honest, I'm drinking a glass of water, and I've just put it down, but I wasn't looking where I put it, and I nearly didn't put it on the coaster, which meant that it nearly fell off, and we nearly had water all over my lap again. Is that not right, Chris Hyde? Do you remember that, Chris Hyde? I do remember the moist lap moment, yes. Lyle Carr, do you remember that? I think I was only a listener, a mere listener at the time, but I do remember that. Chris White, do you remember that? No. Fair enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> Don't fucking talk to me ever again. <laughs> if we've, you know, we've, we've barely even touched upon the games, and we've already had a question in in the chat, and it's, is that an, is that Oli Oli PS4 behind Adam? And that is incredible eagle-eyedness um, on the part of Mikhail there, because it is. And the reason it's there is because it's got, I... got a Greek quote on the back of it, like, just, you're not, you're not going to probably be able to see that, even on the camera. I mean, hang on a sec. We, we can do this. We're, we're allowed to. We're live. We're live yeah. and in the moment. There's a there's a quote there on the back. See, you can How see that. How has he seen that? It's pretty impressive. I, I normally mm. try and remove boxes and stuff, but I'm trying to tidy the room, and is so he... it's not happened. Is he in your cabin? No, but I think I think potentially when it was full screen, when it was just sort of me on the screen, oh, if that makes right, sense, yeah, you probably yeah. could see it. And it is like a skateboard. Um, we're delaying talking about video games, one of which is not Oli Oli. That just happens to be there. I tell you what, if you'd have guessed that underneath it was a Pokemon game, now that would have been something. Like, get um, out. <laughs> Chris White's back, thank God. Thank God Chris White's back. Um, I'm sure his artwork changes all the time. Like, What is that behind you, Chris? What's the artwork? I can't quite make it out. That's Thanos. Of course it is. Oh, okay. And then next to that is multiple old yeah, no, school Marvel comic back covers, and then the one on the other end the... is uh, just Avengers. Of course. Um, that doesn't. Re- Could you not just lie and say like, oh, it's um, it's a Square Enix strategy RPG? No. No. Okay. I like, I like my Marvel canvases. No, no, I, I know you do. I know. I'm sorry. What have you been playing, Chris? What have you been playing? I've been playing the Deerfield Diofield uh, Chronicle. Adam. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. Thanks enough. for having me on. Yep. Um, <laughs> episode 400 was a, 99 was a banger. Um, yeah, it was. So, I'll talk, I'll talk about it, shall I? That's why I'm here. Well, um, if you want to. We could just talk do, about food do, for an hour and a half, I don't mind. No, I would like to talk about it. Okay. Um, so, it's basically a, a JLPG with uh, strategy elements to it, but it's more kind of like you're making decisions consistently throughout battle and you are, it's not turn-based. You're very much in the thick of it constantly. Um, you have a party of four, all with different classes. Um, so you've got your swordsman class, which can use like sword and shield, dagger or uh, an axe. And then you've got like your magickers, which use staffs and wands to do spells from afar and, and, and act as kind of like the healer. You've got the cavalry, which are like the tanks of the, of the game and they on horseback or wyvern um because there's fantasy elements to it obviously uh and then the other one is the kind of like archer or sharpshooter so there's like they could use certain guns are in there and and bow and arrows and stuff like that but basically you can choose what kind you don't have to have one of each class in the party you can mix and match um and you unlock skills as you go like normal um you can buy new weapons and upgrade that you can upgrade your whole unit um with new gear, skills, and that kind of thing. 
Um, and like the kind of the ace in the sleeve hole, whatever the, whatever the saying is. Hole? It's hole. You know, the sleeve hole. The ace, that, the are ace you confusing... up your sleeve, isn't it? And ace in the hole. Are you confusing is, like there... rude sayings? Like are you trying to say wizard sleeve and... No. no ace no. up your sleeve is a saying. The ace well, ace in the hole mean... is as well. Yeah, but they mean different things. You mean ace in the hole. That's what you mean. I've never heard ace up your sleeve. I must have. Well, clearly. <laughs> I don't want to use it. Ace up your anyway, Ace in the Hole is basically... It's Ace in the Pack. It's Ace well... in the Pack. I'm absolutely certain what it's is Ace, Ace in, the, in pack. the Pack. What is that? No, it's Ace in the Hole. Look, look, yeah, let's fine, not do this field. on a Pack podcast. Chris is right. Carry on, mate. Yeah, whatever he says, it's right. Apart from the... later on. <laughs> the Ace in the Deck of Cards is this thing called... <laughs> The Magalumic orbs. Magalumic based... orbs. I've I've practiced this. Magalumic orbs. Magalumic. Well, it's magic, <laughs> isn't it? Weird. Maybe it is magalumic. Magalumic sounds like a. I'm wasting my life. Whatever. It, it, <laughs> so it's, it's from Magaluf. Yes, yeah, from Magaluf, and you get like you can summon these kind of like drunk twenty-year-olds. Um, no, you summon like these huge kind of creatures, well, like summons in Final Fantasy. It's weird basically. that it's Bahamut, right? The first one is Bahamut. It's literally yeah. Bahamut, and it's like, well, that's just a Final Fantasy monster, right? Mm. Yeah. And and then they do start to. I don't think the others are. I think I've got four or five. I don't think five, so. And they all seem to be like not, but it's just really odd. Oh, I will ask you. I know you can upgrade. I mean, you can upgrade everything. This game is is one of those. It's a paradise for people who love to upgrade everything in it and and do all that. The stats, isn't it? You know, for the stats, nerds. But like Bahamut, did you ever have situations where you just like cast it four times in a row on someone? Because <laughs> I yeah, that, yeah, and they still don't fucking die. And you're like, it's it's weird because it it like it's very much it relies on kind of like weaknesses and and like certain elemental damage and that kind of thing. And there's like burn and and poison and all the usual stuff. So what, sometimes when you're using these massive creatures they don't do a lot of damage but then there's other times when they do it just depends what the status effects are of you know on the enemy at that time mm. but like they're, they're 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 not all like they don't all come down and do a load of damage like you can summon one to heal your party you can summon another one to like boost your mm. like attack power um i think there's about only about five one does like Frost or some sort of slow effect, yeah, if I Fen- recall. Fenrir. The See, Fenrir wolf. is a Final Fantasy summon, but not the Fenrir. I don't think that's in this that I recall, anyway. I'm assuming a... this is based on like the Norse mythology. I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. Like, there's so much to do in this. Like, I was just watching the footage back as you were talking. Now, I was like, I, I forgot to ask you about this. Um, you know, you can. I think it's right trigger because we both played Xbox. I think you press right trigger and it does like a zooms right out and it shows you the battlefield. Mm. And they're almost like tabletop figures. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's really odd that that's there because there's no other element that's like, hey, we're a tabletop game or anything. It's just, it's just, and it's kind of cool looking as well. I like the way they sort of wobble about like they're almost Sabutio figures, you know, the tabletop figures now. And it is. It's like, it's like watching a Warhammer. Like, it's yeah. like basically, when you zoom out, it's like this diorama, like this box yeah that's exactly what it is yeah yeah but i just thought it was odd that 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 was even in there because it's sort of for a game that like let's be honest not only no sort of media outlets making a big song and dance about it square enix aren't making much of a song and dance about this game 
but there is quite a lot of that in i would also say that bar a few characters and a few moments some of the voice acting is really good like really good like it, it's um I, th- I recall you mentioning i can't remember if it was in the review or the preview or just chatting to you like game of thronesiness the kind of political there's you know, yeah it's 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 like the intrigue and the, there's the twists and turns but also like the house houses there's, there, yes. there are a lot of like house house not house lannister and house stark or whatnot but there are their versions of it but like the just the the story is is really good mm. like and like there's this one big twist which you kind of see coming but it's the way it's it's done is is really because obviously it deals with the the undead as well which feel like the frost like the white walkers and that kind of thing so and there there are very kind of few cutscenes in game like in the battlefield i don't know if you've noticed that there's not a lot that like they're all kind of when you sat around the table about to go into battle there's a lot of like talking and cutscenes that see, way see i think people will see that as a negative and i see that as a positive because when I you like, do the side yeah. missions the not that's wrong perhaps the, the non-essential battles that you can choose to do mm. um i love the fact that there's no wheat there or is it chaff the, the wheat from the chaff which would let's not get into it's sayings. in the hole <laughs> yeah let's not get too much into these sayings because we've proven we're not good at them um but you don't like often when you start a proper story battle there's like a few dialogue bits pop up just to say like hey they're coming from that way blah 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 you know just a little bit of, of, of set dressing really but when you do the yeah. optional ones like you've already read what the mission is it just you just start it and i yeah. kind of actually and again i know this will be seen by others as, a, as an issue like when and you mentioned it in the review actually um go to godasageek.com and read the full review of the Deerfield chronicle by christopher white here um but you mentioned like uh the stuff you do at the base the 3d stuff it's not like particularly deep and some of it is just literally go to speak to someone and oh you've done a mission but again once you realize that routine once you work out that like oh, if i'll do this mission or do this thing and then a battle i'm going to get an upgrade to my battlements or my magilumic stuff i kind of appreciate how there's no filler yeah it's kind of like like i don't think i don't know i don't think this is a 60 hour epic like i'm on chapter f- yeah. four or four five i can't remember now and i think there's seven or eight judging by the achievements and i don't feel playing this that i'm not going to finish it i feel it's quite achievable and i think and 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 recently when lyle and i were talking about jack move i know that's the other end of it like a 10 hour rpg and you're done this isn't that i mean i've i've put like 20 in already but it feels achievable and i think there's definitely room for that kind of rpg in 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 the world like it doesn't require like to compare it to xenoblade chronicles 3 you know what i mean like it which is a great game but like there's room for both isn't there yeah and it's nice just to have that um experience because you don't you don't always want to play 50 60 70 mm. hour games and the 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 way you do progress and the way you do level up is so streamlined that it, it just works like like when you've done a main mission you go back to the camp and it's mm. all like kind of third person and you'll go and have a few chats, and by doing that, you complete a quest and get a load of money. So you, you're you're constantly earning coin mm. to go and upgrade your weapons or um, buy new equipment, items, that kind of thing. You do occasionally get like sub quests, which you can go back onto the battlefield and 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 level up, you know, more. And you unlock something called the practice table, which is also mm. great because it allows you to go and replay all the old missions and earn the same amount of money that you did when you played it originally. 
and there's a hell of a lot of stuff I didn't to buy. know that. I've, yeah, I've you... not replayed and you get money again from doing them. Mm. Do you level up as well? Yes, because I, oh, I, I, I did. With, something. So I used to take like certain characters back out that I hadn't used that much of. Because there are also, it, it's, it pays to use everybody in your party. Yeah, I, I just got to the point I think you're thinking of where I am going, oh shit, I haven't been using that person very much. Yeah, because you, you, your party... Yeah, I don't think it's happen. much of a spoiler to say that. It's like it, no, there's a thing, part if where you are. Yeah. If you're using like two <laughs> characters that you used from the start, yep, and they're probably your most strongest characters, yep, and then one of them gets taken away, and you're left with someone eight levels under who now has to fill that spot, you'll be wishing you kind of were like, oh, she's, you know, I should I'll be, I'll, probably... now. But what you've told now, I'll be going back to the table and doing some missions again with them because, like, yeah, they're not like massive. It wouldn't take long. Um, no, because they do the thing that, that um, Fire Emblem does. The word I believe is adjutant, where you pick four characters, and each of the characters can have an adjutant who is like the. They lend you their moves. They actually summon in, which I thought yeah. was a bit bit odd, but kind of cool that you're not just using yeah. their move. You summon them in. So I've kind of not felt the need to swap out as much because I'm like, well, they do level up by being an adjutant, just not as much. Um, yeah. But yeah, you I, do, I am you a do bit find you kind of settle into a routine with your characters yes. as well, and you, you kind of do end up sticking with the same ones. Andreas then... has got a move that you can jump in behind them, and yeah. that that was like yep, fifty times a match. Yeah, a and that's match. another thing. Like if you you're constantly moving your party around in the battle, so like with Andreas, he's got a move called assassination, mm -hmm. which doesn't have to be from like behind, but if you do. You do oh, more you damage because it's classed, as, a, it's classed, it's classed as an ambush. Mm -hmm. So if if you kind of do it from behind, um, you'll do like much more damage than you would if you were doing them from the front. That see, <laughs> as in life, <laughs> that seems to become more important as much as longer you play as well. Like I wasn't really paying too much attention to that as at the start of the game, but now I think I'm roughly at the midpoint. He has basically become my like. So I, I creep up to. A group of enemies or an enemy I, I forget the bloody move i've been using it so much it's not, it's the kind of one up from assassination it might be called leap no it's not no it's not that basically you you, you jump at them appear behind them and slash them yeah. and so i do that with him and then i tend to use one of my horse guys to do the move where you rush at them but but i sort of move, you can position how far you want them to run on this move so you position yeah. it just slightly past them so they do the damage and now they're behind them and so, and then if you aggro them from the front with someone else, you've got two people at the back doing all, all sorts of damage. Oh god! Just going to town from yeah. the back sounds like a party, doesn't it? <laughs> um, but no, yeah, it's very good, and a nice little like break from the normal kind of tradition of building this massive, you know, fifty, sixty-hour RPG. And the battles like are amazingly satisfying. Yes. Yeah, like they are really good. You're constantly involved. You're not like pressing a button and then waiting like 20 seconds, see how the fight goes, and then stepping in. You're like, every second you constantly. No, they're rapid, it. aren't they? Like, I don't know about you, but the amount of times I'd get the bonus for doing it in under the par time. Yeah. Like, they're rapid. These battles don't mess around. I feel like sometimes, oh, God, I've been playing this for ages, and I'm like, well, I can't have because I just did the battle in under six minutes. Um, yeah. I think it pauses when you pause, if you know what I mean. If you, it does pause, yeah. Yeah, so you are, at, it's a bit like FIFA in that you think, well, hang on, it's supposed to be six minutes and a half and it's taking mm. 20 minutes. But it is, it, it, it is, but it's that weird thing of, 
It's really strange though, because like Square Enix aren't a small publisher. Like no one seems to care yeah. about this game. I mean, I don't know. It's just weird. Like it's on Switch yeah. and everything. It's, yeah. it's like it's not like it's only on. In fact, I've seen people say that it's actually not that well controllable with mouse and keyboard. And like you know, I, I, I've certainly felt no desire at any point to think, oh, I'd rather play this on PC. No. Um, I played a bit no. of it on Steam Deck, like the demo of it. There is a demo of it, we should say, that carries over if you buy the full version. Uh, and I played a bit of it on Steam Deck, and it was, it was again, fine. Like, it wasn't like it was tiny little, you know. It, was, it just seems like no one cares about this game. It's really odd. That's where you guys are supposed to jump in and go, oh, but it sounds great. I mean, Chris and I have done the legwork there for... Sounds, sounds great. great. Thank you. Yeah. No, I am really looking forward to this. Yeah, like when, I think I'm... when it first came out or first was announced, I was like, "Oh god, this feels like all kinds of things I need to be involved in." So, nothing you've well... said has made me go, "Oh, that sounds yeah. like something I don't want to do." The other thing as well um... is that I was talking to Chris White about this, and like you know, because you had you said you hadn't played like the Fire Emblem games, mm. um, and I think like you would absolutely love yeah, them know, if you like this. Because it does, it's this, but it's turn based. Um, yeah, yeah, like that. That's, that's very yeah. much what it sounds like, especially with all the different units and stuff. Yeah, this so. is this to me is fire slightly pared back. Like it's slightly in terms of the modern Fire Emblem games, where you know you can do so much, like teach lessons and all sorts of things. It's more like an older Fire Emblem game, but, yeah. but real time strategy. Mm. That's what Deerfield is. Whereas now, I think Fire Emblem has gone so far into the sort of technical aspects that you can do. Um, we should, with the aware that there are eight games we want to talk about here. Um, <laughs> who wants to talk about a bit of the old potion permit and explain what it is? Uh, I reviewed it, so I feel like sure, I should take the floor. I'll go for it. It feels like a lifetime ago, so I'll do my best. Um, potion permit is it's basically like a sort of like a life sim kind of game but instead of your usual sort of like farming or something like that you make potions so you go out into the big wide world and you hack at trees or rocks or animals and you get little bits and you put them in a potion and you heal the people in this town uh and it's like it's pretty fun uh you you like yeah <laughs> that's a really good review by the way that's uh that's pretty much how, that's how i ended it on the site pretty fun um yeah you you're you're like a chemist the village is a place where they've like they had a chemist previously who was like bad at his job and caused a big catastrophe and now everyone in the village hates chemists so when you first get there it's kind of like this really chilled out life sim but everyone just hates you relentlessly uh and you sort of have to win them over by They'll come into your clinic, so you go and see what's up with them, and they'll, they'll say, like, oh, my arm feels weird. So you have a little look at them, and you play Simon Says on their arm for a second, and then you find out what's wrong with them, and it turns out they've got, like, blisters, so you make them a little blister potion, and you do that by putting different ingredients in your cauldron and sort of, like, they're all different Tetris sort of shapes almost, and you slot them all together so that you don't use too many ingredients. It's, like, it's a fun game, but I think it's one where it doesn't take very long for you to realize that to sort of progress the main story, there's going to be big barriers that are like, you better have 4,000 gold, 300 wood and 300 stones. Cause that's the only way you're getting past this bit. And it's just like, I, I don't, I don't have nearly enough of these things. So you'll have to spend day after day sort of, you know, going back through and 
just hacking at logs for a very long time. And I mean, I think because it sort of like leans into the live sim stuff as well, like there's furniture you can buy and stuff like that, if that's the sort of thing you're into. And I like never had the money to like, I had a raggy, raggedy old rug and a broken bed for the entire game. I was like, I don't have the money for this shit. I want to actually progress. Uh, but you have played it too, have you not? I have, yeah, 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 I've played it. So um, I, I played think... a little bit also. Should to say, have, I, yeah. I, I think uh, so. Yes, yeah, so potion permit, like like you say, it's a bit like the whole like Stardew Valley type. Thing, it's right? really Stardew Valley. Don't it really you think? is. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just um, watching it back now, and I don't think I noticed it at the time. But like it, it, it really. Th- it, I almost think it thinks, oh, we're like Stardew, but bigger. And it's like that's not what made that game good. No, I think the thing the thing for me, I okay, so there's a few things. So I think this game doesn't tell you an awful lot of what you've mm. got to do. Yeah. But there is this true. there's this story that you talk about, um, about like, you know, you're the new chemist, everyone hates chemists for some catastrophe that a chemist caused in the past. And then, like you say, you've got to try and win their favour by preventing them dying of various things that they're you know all that sort of stuff, which is fine and there's a story to it but in terms of how you're supposed to progress and what you're supposed to do that's quite woolly at the start and i think there are a few people that will play this game and go i don't know what the fuck i'm supposed to be doing it and, and it's and, also really and bounce, slow and, bounce, and, and it is and it really can be slow. slow what what i what i found with it um as i played a bit more of it was that and I learned some things I wish I'd known earlier. Um, is that I got into a bit of a loop like you do with Stardew, I and mean, you go, okay, this is what I'm going to do today, and you kind of learn how to be a little bit more like efficient at certain things and how to make money easier, and 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 kind of think, okay, well, I know I, you know, I I need to upgrade my tools because I mean I'll get wooden stone easier and all that sort of stuff, and you know what you you need to do, and you can see where the map it expands to. So. I found after I'd got over that hurdle, I did get into a rhythm. But whether it's acceptable to have to get over that hurdle, I'm not too sure. But I did um, I did find myself actually quite enjoying the loop, discovering new ingredients and stuff. But then at the same time, because me and you were chatting, Lyle, I know for a fact there's stuff that I have not unlocked that you unlocked, I think, within the first couple of hours of playing. And yeah. I still don't know why. The other thing I feel about this game, you mentioned it in the review, it feels like, some stuff just doesn't seem to unlock properly. I don't know if they're going to patch it or something, but it did very much feel like that there's certain missions or certain mini games and things that I, st- I still haven't done. I've put in a fair few hours and you were playing within your first couple of hours. So I think it's hearts in the right place and there's definitely a charm there, but yeah, I think definitely. it's very slow to start and very hands off to start. And I think uh, people could bounce off it, but there is a, there is something in there if if people like that loop and like that. If people got into the relationship aspect of Stardew, I think there's a there's enough of that in here for people to like because there's like side missions and things you learn more about people's backstories and that. If that's the side of it that you you liked about Stardew, there is enough of that in here I think to draw people in. It just takes a little while to get there and to understand what that loop is, and you have to figure out a chunk for it for yourself. I think. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, it's it is weird. It's very much like you say, like you'd say you'd you'd like be fishing right at the start of the game and I'd have like five side quests that were like get loads of white fish meat and I'd be like, I don't even have fucking fishing rod. What's yeah. going on? Um it just you you really have to just 
explore everywhere, hope that things appear. And yeah, I mean, there is a nice loop there. It's definitely a really good idea. Like instead of doing something like farming in like a, a stardew or harvest moon, I like the idea of the making the potions. I kind of like the little puzzle element of crafting each potion and like how that sort of side of things work. I find that more interesting than, you know, like watering crops or something like that. But yeah, it just has a, it just has a few things missing that I think hold it back. And sort of in the end, I did just start to get a bit bored of banging my head against a wall and going out and hitting a tree every day of my life. Mm, it, it just, I got off, like, that vibe off of like that. It was kind of wanted to, he it wanted its cake and eat it and to eat it. Like it wanted to be the stardew thing where there's all this exploration and wonder, but it also wanted to do everything, but also tell you nothing and also be slow. And it just it, like you said, I think it's hearts in the right place. But like I just, I just, it was one of those where I started playing it, and I'm like, there's just a lot of other games I'd rather be playing right now. And that's not to say it's bad, but I, it's also a, jo- a genre that's kind of packed, and it really is. It, it needs to have a, ho- and, the, and the hook is the potion stuff, I guess. But I didn't think it was I, particularly exciting the way no, you make I potions think, in it. I think either. if the i the idea of it and the idea of like like you say crafting them to cure definitely, people definitely yes. I think the first few times you do it, this is all right, but then it doesn't. Well, I but don't the know. The act I've of crafting it. a po- make, making a potion, yeah, I, you I know. feel is a bit dull. Like you know, yeah, oh, it does. You once you've to... done it a couple of times, yeah, then, like you know, because look, when you see it in a trailer, it looks like it's some sort of almost Tetris mini game, and it, it kind, it kind of is this little puzzle, but it's not really a puzzle. It's not. It's like you no. can put so many things in, and each one of those things is a shape, and. It, and there's like quite a lot of them. Some of them are just like a single square. So it's like, well, you just fill it in with that, and like it just, it just, it's not think, enough digging think, in it for me. I don't think. No, I think if there was more skill, if you, I, I think, or mm. it ever elevated it to kind of it's like, also not that kind of game, is it at all? No, but I think if there was like you figure out the recipe or something by doing something, whereas it's just like mm. matching blocks. Mm, and yeah. last time I checked, shocking different ingredients in didn't yeah. create the same potion. Yeah, but I, I thought game. there were going to be specific recipes. Yeah, that's what I mean. And, and how it just isn't. Out the recipes, it's just I like, think. well, no, you can put anything in as long as it, the shape it, it, yeah. it recreates is, is, is an L. And if, if you arrange enough rocks into an L yeah. shape, it makes potions. All right, just yeah. just yeah, learn exactly. to live with that fact. It's harmless, yeah. but yeah. I think it's a ve- it's to to your point, Adam. There's a lot of games out at the moment, and there's a lot of games in this genre. If you're not interested in a load of those games, then there's, there, there is stuff in here that it does all right, but I think it's going to... I think people will probably bounce off it. Yeah. Is this on X-Pass? X-Pass? Xbox yeah, Game Pass. X-Pass yeah. yeah, I think it is. Actually. <laughs> um, I don't know what we're today. Lyle, Lyle, <clears throat> so you're not, hang on, I've got one for this. So would you say that, you know, overall, you didn't really dig it? I didn't really dig uh, my time with potion permit, no. But you, you know what? A shovel, I... I thought. No, mate, the <laughs> dig it. was enough. That we didn't need dust over egg in the pudding. Now. I just like to play. That, you don't have to white knight this this thing. Oh. <laughs> so shovel knight dig is what now a out. segue. Oh, it's a great segue. Champs in it now, aren't you? Yeah. See, this is how the standards have fallen, Chris. While you've been away, mate. I know. Mm. Yeah, it's great not, game it's though. Shovel Knight Digs a great game. Shovel Knight Digs, it looks is good. This one, really, right? really good. Yeah. So, in sort of like 
in the sort of similar way to you, what you were saying about uh, Deerfield Chronicle, that um, it's like it sort of condenses it down and there's not too much fluff. There's absolutely no fluff in Shovel Knight Dig. It's 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 very much a roguelike. You'll have, you know, you have runs going down this hole to try and get to the final boss, essentially. Um, but sort of what makes it, what I think makes it so good is it's like, it's simplicity it's not like there's not loads of secrets there's not hundreds of items it's not vague about what anything does you know exactly what you're doing after you've done like one or two runs you know how everything works you're getting things that are really obvious upgrades like to your health to your magic to like to help you find secrets and stuff like that and then it's just like the pure fun of the game it's like you've got the the shovel knight you know pogo on the shovel on enemies thing which never stops being fun I thought there was an absolute stroke of genius that you don't have to press down to action that yeah you just jump it's, you just it, jump and oh, you do you not? That is, no uh, that is and, and it took me a little while to think what's going on here and then I realised so I mean to me this game is what if down well but shovel knight I don't know if anyone's played down well mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah, no, exactly it that. That's, yeah. It, it's that Originally, but shovel knight like steam world dig but it's not is it it's no it has like a, it has it's, it's it's not got the metroidvania stuff that you would get in no. a steam world game but it is it is very steam world I think steam world dig as well um but yeah the, just the fact that you and there are things I don't really know if we, do we call it spoilers or not Lyle, you can get stuff that you you might want to press down to do it quicker um, yeah. But generally speaking, if you jump, there's what like a, a a second maybe delay, and then instantly he's doing the pogo for you because a lot of it is involves pogoing around. And I just thought that was a really interesting, just a little tweak that I think it wouldn't play as well if you had to physically do down whenever you wanted to pogo. No, I don't think it would at all. I think that's a hundred percent true. I think it really does just help the flow of the game. It makes mm. it just feel that much easier, that much better to get into it, and. I mean, yeah, I've sort of said it's the simplicity, but like alongside how simple the whole the loop is, you've also got a huge variety of enemies. You've got loads of different worlds that you go through that are sort of like different sort of themed zones. Like there's a water zone, there's a fire zone, like you know, all your all your classics. But boss like, fights. They all have boss fights, really, really good boss fights. Good the boss, boss fights are like just like how they were in the original Shovel Knight, they're that sort of like if you're going through your levels and then once you get to a boss it's like they've got a big boss meter you need to you know you'll you'll need to learn all the moves you'll need to get used to how they work but at the same time in these boss fights every time you get to them the level layout is slightly different so there might be mm-hmm. like a couple of little towers either side of them that they might jump onto or like there might be a big block of dirt through the middle that you might want to sort of clear out the way or you might be able to find a way to sort of take advantage of it um yeah, it's just it's something where like I couldn't put it down. I I keep trying want... to, and then I'm like, mm, <laughs> just one more run. You just might as well do one more run. You get there's a little bit of permanence as well, where you sort of take some money back to the surface, and you can unlock a few things. It doesn't really make you like hugely more powerful. Like it's no. not one of those games like a like a Rogue Legacy, for example, where you upgrade all your stats, and eventually you're gonna get so powerful that you like it's much easier to beat it but you sort of you unlock bits here and there so it feels satisfying to you know even when you fail you you're making some progress um it's just it's one of the most accessible roguelikes i've ever played to be honest like i it's the roguelike i finished in the fastest amount of time like i think i'd sort of played about six hours when i completed my first run and i was not expecting it but i was like 
that's nice. That feels good that I didn't have to bash my head against it for days and days. And it was a real struggle. And there's, you know, there's still secrets for me to find. There's still different things. There's different armors that kind of change up things up a little bit and stuff like that. So there's plenty for me to go back to. But like, there are so many roguelikes where like in the first six hours, you'll still barely understand the mechanics and mm. you won't understand how you find different secrets and stuff like that. And Shovel Knight Dig just isn't that. It's it's a game where, like, if this was your first ever roguelike, you just, it was a genre that always intimidated you and you thought you'd give this one a go, it would be, like, the perfect bit. Did you, like, because I will say, I agree with everything you said, obviously, but, like, also, I do think there are secrets in it for you to find that, uh, like, did you get, you know, the shop with a horse person? That, did you mm-hmm. get on top of that at all? I did, yeah. Because like... I did it completely by mistake. And I was mm-hmm, so too. happy that it's like, because games don't do that as much nowadays. I feel like games are like, okay, there's a secret here. You, you know, a lot of games will have a secret on the map. Like, you can't see it. Like, that's where it is, but the secret's in this radar area. I was just um, trying, just mucking around, just bouncing around in the hub area. And I bounced on the head of an owl onto the next screen. And then I just bounced off of a, a sign that I didn't know I could bounce on. And then bounced suddenly on top of the shop. And I'm like, there's a person up here. And I was like, this is, I would never in a million years have tried to do that. Yeah, it's just got nice little bits. It's it's very dense and there's a lot for you to to find and explore if you're really looking for it. And but at the same time, it's not like they're not secrets where it's like in like something like the binding of Isaac, where it's like, oh, Mm. on every floor there's like a certain wall you can bomb and it might be based on where this other room is. And you know, the sort of stuff that you'd almost never figure out for yourself or it would take dozens of hours to do. It's like, there's there's not that in Shovel Knight Dig. It's everything you need to do well at the game. You'll you'll know pretty much straight away. And it's I mean, lovely. It's, it's like such a good game to have on Apple Arcade as well. If you've got an iPhone, if you've got Apple Arcade, it's gonna it's such a good game. It's, it's the equivalent of the Game Pass on Apple Arcade, isn't it? So it's like mm. the fact you could just play this on there. Uh, I would prefer to play it with a controller. I'm not sure I'd want yeah. to play it touchscreen. I you can connect a controller to an Apple phone so easily now. It's it's not even funny. Um, I will say if you watch our video review, I've put on there in the in the lower third that it's in on PS4 and Xbox. I think that's not true. I don't, I mean I'm sure it will eventually. I'd be surprised if it didn't. Um, but currently it's PC, Switch, and Apple Arcade. So yeah. Uh, well, we can bring Mr. White back into the conversation here because while he hasn't played. Potion Permit and Shovel Knight, he has played Immortality. And you may notice, if you're a regular listener every week, well, or every time we're on, uh, that we haven't discussed that game, and that's odd. Because we were big fans of her story. Uh, we actually interviewed Sam Barlow, was it before or after her story? Can't remember, but there's a podcast somewhere of that, so you can go listen. Um, I've completely spaced on what the second game was called. That Telling they made. Lies. Telling Lies, which I loved as well. Um, so Immortality, you'd think, would be right up the street for us to all talk about in the podcast. And you know it's going to be a serious chat, because I've got no footage of the game to show you. It's just going to be our faces <laughs> talking about it. So who wants to take it away? Because this has been one that people have wanted to talk about for a few weeks, and it's been like, well, we've got a stacked... I mean, we have this week, let's face it. We've got a stacked list of games. <clears throat> um, but let's get into it. Yeah, and let's probably throw it to Chris White, who reviewed it, and I think probably knows the most about it, right? Is that a good idea? I'm, I'm happy to talk about it, yeah. I'm also happy to hear what people think because, like, it reviewed very well across yeah. the industry, um, and for similar reasons. Um, and it's a hard game to talk about without mm-hmm. going into. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to ask this: Are we going to just have to say? I, I, I don't think we need to spoil it. I think we can say quite a bit 
Okay. For, without revealing any of the main. If, if we do thing. need to, or, or there's going to be any spoilers, we will give a heads up. We're not just going to suddenly blur it out. But whoever's talking at the time will say, "Look." Yeah. So the, the the simple premise is, you have been given a bundle of footage um, from these three movies that never made it to the silver screen um, for one reason or another, which you find out. Um, starring this uh, actress called. Marissa Marcel, um, and you basically get given one clip, um, and you can play it, watch it on screen, and by certain things within the clip, you can click on that will take. So, for instance, say there's, well, you can click on her. If you click on her face, it will take you to another scene from one of these films, or from an interview footage, or post production, or the auditions, or whatever. Uh, of her somewhere else doing something else in another scene. And then in that scene, you can click on another person that appears. And then by clicking them, it'll take you to a scene that they were in from this whole bundle of found footage. Um, and you're basically just exploring this journey of this act actress's life. Um, and for hours, I would say a good two hours, I didn't know what I was, not, not what I was doing, but where it was going, there was no like you're the whole point of it is you're supposed to find out what happened to her because she disappeared. Um, and one of the films is set in the late 60s called Ambrosio. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like this weird ass religious culty murder mm -hmm. thing, yeah. And then one's called Minsky, which is about the spit basic instincty, and then the other one is set like not that long ago 90s i think yeah and she's but the the thing is you start to pick up is that she's not aging and that's not mm -hmm. giving anything away she is not she looks the same age or within the same ballpark so that's instantly like well that's a bit weird and you can rewind clips you can fast forward clips you can go very slow back and yeah uh mm -hmm. and it's just like the acting from everyone involved, I think, is sublime. Like, it's really good, and she is so captivating to watch. Um, and it, and it's when like like there's a certain this 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 won't really be a spoiler, but there's a certain clip where they're talking about how why the second film got cancelled, and it, it was on a talk show segment, and the director John Durick he's talking about how the film got cancelled because there was an accident on set involving one of the actors called Sam something. can't remember his name. But then when you start watching the clips of Minsky with this Sam, this actor in it, you eventually get to a point where you, you find out what happened to him. And it's like, okay, shit, this is, this is weird. And it, it kind of, you can go, and I'm sure everyone's journey through this game is completely different because you will mm -hmm. find, you, you'll click, you click on like, a glass of water or an apple and it'll take you to a scene where that where a different apple or a glass of water is there or like a prop gun or like there's snakes that play a role within it and there's like different snakes used in all the films and the stuff like that and it's like it's just a really smart game really well made game and it it, it keeps you fascinated well it kept me fascinated and um and when you do get to a certain point where you are finding things within the footage that isn't necessarily the clip, 
that is when you're like, oh my god, this is this is where the horror elements come in because it's kind of it's classed as they class it as like a bit of a horror game, and you're like, well, where's the horror? And then you're like, okay, there it is, there, there, <laughs> there it is, is. <laughs> yeah. And I just think the guys incredibly talented like there's certain developers that come along that just have that natural gift to make a good game and like it it's a 10 it's it's a 10 it's not it's it's a very different game because it's not necessarily you're not jumping around you're not using special abilities it's just you're just watching footage and just observing but that's that's part of that it brings you in so much to the game you're very immersed in it um, and I just think it was excellent. Yeah. All right. He's going to shatter his world. <laughs> okay. Right. No, 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 no. I'm not going to nope. shatter his world. There's, no, just, there's, me a few, there's a few kind of points and questions I wanted to kind of discuss, right? Like, and I'm really not going to try and spoil anything. Um, yeah. I th- First off, I don't have a fucking clue what I was doing in this game. Right, there is a tutorial. Yeah. I'll be really clear at the start. There's a tutorial that says this is a look at footage. Is you know you click on stuff like you've just said, um, and you can rewind and all that sort of stuff and scrub backwards and forwards like you said, go in slow mo. I said, okay, thanks for telling me that game. That's all you've told me. Never before have I had to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing by reading the about section of a game that's on the main menu before, which is which is what I had to do, which is the bit you've said about this is uh, Marissa Marcel, three films, what's happened, they never got released stuff. Um, so I was just clicking clips thinking something would tell me some, like the game would tell me that I was doing something right or wrong at some point, and it, and it doesn't. And I think that's an interesting choice because there will be some people, especially because it's on x pass or whatever we're calling it at the moment um that will try and go what the fuck is this like because it's not a gamey game mm. in that sense but to the point where you, i didn't i knew what it was about i'd read the review that's why i knew what it was about and that's why i wanted to play it because i was like oh my god this sounds amazing um but i was like i don't get the background so i didn't have the what am i trying to look for in these clips and stuff like that um so that was the first thing i got over that because i'm I found it. Um, the other things that I did, maybe I'm thick. And I, I need to caveat all of what I'm, all of what I'm saying. With <laughs> maybe I'm thick because maybe everyone else understood. A couple of other things. Didn't realize that some clips take you like halfway through a scene. Mm, yeah, that is weird. I, which That's... I get because to your point, like if mm-hmm. you are going from a glass of water to a glass of water, the glass of water might only appear in the middle of the scene. So I understand why that has to happen because you can't flip to it if it's not there. But I didn't realize a lot of the time, like sometimes I'd be like, oh, that's a really short clip. And mm-hmm. I might go to another one, like click something else and move on. And I could have missed a whole chunk of stuff, which again, once I'd realized every single time I got to a new clip, I'd press rewind to the start and, and watch it all. But again, didn't didn't know that. Um this is the bit I have to try and avoid. What I, be careful about what I'm saying because it is one of those spoilery games, right? How you discover the really interesting stuff, right? And I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but a lot of it is about scrubbing, right? It is, isn't it? And that's what's where you. And to be clear, that's when you rewind or fast forward slowly. Again, the, what the game does. I don't know. Everyone plays this on Xbox. 
Yes? Or uh, PC, I played it on PC. Ah, so I have a question. Mm. I have a question, because on... Did you play it with a controller? It tells you to play it with a controller. Oh, it tells you. Okay, because that's it. But I don't, yeah. uh, Chris, I don't... Sorry, I don't know if you did, but it did... I played it... I didn't play with a controller. I don't mouse think and so. Keyboard. Oh. I think it was mouse and keyboard. Okay, so so this is interesting. So, okay. Yeah, it was mouse and keyboard. It was mouse. Yeah, it was. okay, great. So, when there is a thing you get to a point in a scene where let's just say you might want to scrub mm. an important part of the scene the controller just starts vibrating on a controller like it goes crazy yeah 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 and that gives you an indication that might want to just stop what you're doing here and scrub away what 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 does it do on nothing because do i know in the game it said i didn't know that you see so i, I had no idea it did that because so there's that. So there's that. Which again, I didn't realise until, because I scrubbed to stuff. If I'm honest, accidentally the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, "What the actual?" <laughs> like, because I was mm-hmm. just rewinding, and it just changed. And I was like, "Oh god," and didn't realise. Then I again realised that that was going to happen. Um, I'm going to ask Lyle a question, because I don't mm-hmm. know if this is, again. It might just be me being thick and crap at the game. I found that. Some scenes, scrubbing instantly took you to the bit it wants to show you, and other times seemed to never quite take you. It kind of fade in, and you'd almost have to get the right exact frame, but you'd never know what the right frame was. And so I'd be scrubbing back and forward for ages, yeah, knowing I was I have... supposed to be looking at something, but not quite knowing if it was just a general fade in or if I'd have to time it right. Did you ever have that? Yeah, I had that exactly. Yeah, I had times where I was like, because I while I was figuring out exactly what you're supposed to do yeah. to see something that might be in the game, I um I like I sort of like I realized maybe that the vibration thing might be giving me a hint, but then I couldn't figure out if it was all of them or not, because there were loads where I kind of tried to look around and was like, I can't figure out this, that anything's happening here. Like, is this one? Is this not? Like it was a it was something where I didn't quite I didn't get it immediately, no. Uh, and it did seem quite precise sometimes for certain, yeah. Um, I also sort of had an issue with... Because once I realised, once I, it clicked and I was like, this is the the thing, this is the like thing I'm supposed to be like kind of focusing on in this game, or like the, it, at least that it's a very interesting, important element of it. I'd like go back to all I was going back to all these old clips like, mm. oh shit, I remember that there was a big vibration there. Maybe there yeah, was yeah, one yeah. there. I'll just like I'll just whiz around and see what I can find. And a lot of the times the things you find are the same in multiple clips. So you're kind of looking around for like these secret things and you find the same secret thing like 10 times and it's a bit like oh it was just one of those ones and that i found that disappointing trying to talk rings around this to not reveal what the hell i'm going on about um it's it's a really interesting game i also think that when you realize that something's wrong and you first see that something that this isn't just that you're watching these clips and that's everything yeah. about the game when you realize that 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 moment to me is one of the most like incredible moments i've had in game oh. this year i was like i, I, I wish fuck. i could say what my moment was because it mm. wasn't just because there are you're right there are moments where it's just like if you'd scrub you go oh that's a bit of a weird thing to see 
blurring mm. in. What's going on? My one where I first didn't see the intended scene was fucking shocking. And I was just like, oh my God, right. I'm proper in on this now. What's going on? Like I was really like, right, cool. Let's yeah. go. Um, like and it was one, it was one of those instant ones. It wasn't like I've got to find the right moment. It was literally like, nope. And it was bang and really impactful. And there are quite a few. I've had multiple ones of those. I will say I haven't credit run. So if we could not spoil it, yeah, I know we'll probably neither. try not to. But do you but know the, what? But... Do you know what happened to Marissa Marcel? No. No. You've not no. had that scene. I. I. There are things that I have seen where I'm like. The broader picture, I'm starting to piece together. Okay. I think I'm in the same sort of position. Um, yeah. I have but... then since played other games and i want to find out and do it myself because i don't <laughs> want people to tell me i don't want to i'm too mm. invested but um yeah I, I i was just really interested to know your view on particularly the the scrubbing what i felt was scrubbing i say scrubbing inaccuracy or whatever because i i'm like am i being stupid am i just not getting the scrubbing part of it right or, or did you is it was it fiddly for you it was definitely fiddly for me, but yeah, Chris, I, fiddliness. I um, because I didn't realise there was vibrations on the Xbox, which would made it a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> because you you are kind of the, the the transporting into like the middle of a scene. That took me a while to realise that wasn't the beginning of a scene. Yeah, so yeah, you know, yeah. when when you get that, you kind of make more sense of it. But there are certain tells in the footage where you know you're probably on the right scene for you know yeah something to happen yeah and it's often when like there's a this this it's when she looks into the camera that's one or when she's when she's when she cries or like there's certain tells that you know like you're at the right spot um yeah but the, the but the scrubbing yeah it it started off being a bit I'm not used to it, but then you start to pick up on some of the signs mm. of where the thing that happens is likely to happen. And there are other things that happens, not <laughs> not involving the one we're all trying to dance around. There's, there's other things that happen in the scene where it changes and you're like, oh my God. Like, especially like the last seven or eight of them went, because it obviously puts them all chronologically on your mm -hmm. like map. So when you kind of get to the end and you, you look back, it's like, it's, it's crazy. But yeah, it's just... I, I wonder if, because everything about this game I should love, right? everything about this, like I, I, say I loved her story, I loved telling lies. I do wonder if there's a kind of element of luck. Because I, every time I... So that I think for, for me, and this I should say, very personally speaking, I think for me this game is kind of a victim of the hype if that makes sense like the way it was talked about i think it's for me fallen victim to that because i i played a bit of it and i'm like okay so this does seem like you know the other games that sandbar has been involved in um i get it but kind of nothing happened like, okay, well, okay, i'm out of time i'll come back to it um and then then by that time reviews are starting to pop up and people are talking about how incredible this is and there's moments and this and I thought well, I'll have another bang on this and okay and um I'm clicking around and I'm scrubbing and, and nothing happens um I'm just watching clips of three different movies nothing is I know that there is something here 
quite. It's a video game. It's n- there's no game where you just look at different clips of movies and nothing happens. So I know, you know, it was sold as a horror game, like Chris said. Like it, something mm. is going on here. Okay, nothing's happened. Right, fine. Okay, I'll have another go on it. Third time, lucky maybe. Uh, nothing happened. I found nothing. I got nothing. And at that point, I'm like, something's not right here. Not in terms of the game. Like, something's not right. Because I know that, because they've told us it's a horror game. With her story, with Ten Lies, I felt like the hooks for the, 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 the sort of global narrative of the, those games, I feel they, they bang, they got me. They got me straight away, and I think I got really unlucky with immortality because I, I just hearing you guys talk. Then I'm like, God, that sounds really cool. What's going on in that game? But it's like I could now boot it up again and still not find anything. And I don't have. It just feels like I never had any of the moments you guys have mentioned. I never had that moment where you scrub something and something happens. And you're like, what? 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 N- not once. So. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. think. I guess that's kind of kind of summed up what with all the points I was making at the start. I, I do wonder if it's a little bit too subtle in what how it tried, especially at the start. Before mm. you start, before you see your first moment, and you start kind of starting to piece a little bit together, because it's it wants to be hands off because that's kind of I guess part of no, the immersion, but, isn't but, it? But the problem for that is that is you've you've also games that we don't live in this magic world where a game turns up you play it and it's like oh what's this it doesn't happen it not anymore that discoverability is gone i'm afraid it's the same with music it's really difficult to now find that kind of one lightning bolt of 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 you know i mean it just doesn't happen as much it's really difficult to do that because we live in such an online world and even someone like me who's not on social media like it just i knew I work in the industry, so I knew that this game was one of those games. I knew that it was gonna had horror elements. So from the very start, before I've even seen the mechanics of the game, I know something is going on. Mm. And but it, but it never was for me. So it did. F- f- my experience of this game was just looking through clips of three movies. Mm-hmm. And and, I, um, and what you've said, I, I want to go back and play that. I, yeah, I'm, I want I'm like, that. I'm like I want what Chris now. had. <laughs> yeah, I want what Chris Chris. Chris White, I'm saying, I want what he experienced because Mm. I loved the previous two games. But, like, how. Oh, this is going to sound awful. How long do I need to play before I'm guaranteed something's going to happen and I can be hooked into it? Like, I don't. I think the point is you're not guaranteed. And I think that's, that's, guess, the point. I don't don't know what I want. I don't have the solution. I, I spent about eight hours with it to kind of work out what happened. So sort yeah. of like start the, to finish almost. That, yeah. That, yeah, that might be too much for me for this type but, of game. Yeah, but it was only like an hour and a half until I, I started to see what. Yeah, your sessions is if, longer than mine. In if terms this of were any other game or any other genre, and we were talking about an hour and a half before anything happened to hook you in, like let's say it was a DMC, let's say it was a. I mean, pick your genre. You know, I mean, let's say Deerfield didn't let you have a fight for an hour and a half. But this is what I'm saying. Like, I almost feel like because it's trying, it's trying it's that thing. To... No, it is. That's this is yeah. sorry. This is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So because it's it's luck based, it's individual, and it doesn't tell you a lot. It doesn't guide you to this is the type of thing you should be looking out for. Whatever you've got to kind of figure out those patterns yourself. Whilst you don't want a game that leads you down the garden path because then it's no. just passive experience, maybe the first thing there should be something saying, 
look, this is this this is happening. Look out for these in the future, do, or something. Do you, know, just, I, do you know those games where there is? I remember talking about this about Dark Souls and FromSoft games, where the argument is is well, we feel like we ruin the game by putting a tutorial in it. And my argument was, well, then why not make a separate tutorial that is not part of the game but explains the mechanics of the game so people can get to know how to play it and then they can go and enjoy the game? Does does the same apply here? Like if they had created like almost like a, a side thing, even using stuff like Her Story, you could use clips from your old games um, and, and made that like a tutorial there that explained to you or would that give away the, the, the mystery and the magic of it? It, it's hard, yeah, because when you do get that moment, it does kind of feel amazing. Like, I don't know how much... Like, there probably is a way to make it work in a way that would... A way that's certainly more not... smart than any of us, I'm guessing. Yeah, like, you totally... Like, it's, it's not our job to come up with this this uh, magical fair, mechanic. Fair. But, yeah, like, I mean, I feel like for the four of us to have played this game and, like, you... Adam, especially to have had this situation where you've had like three sessions with the game and come up blank every single time. I mean, I mean nothing happened. Feel... I want, I'll be honest with you. I wanted to watch one of the movies. I was like, actually, that movie looks kind of cool. I wouldn't mind sitting down to watch that movie in, you know, like a, like a film, like actually just sit down well, and watch it. In order. That was all I came away from it with, almost. If you know I, what I mean. I, I, I guess like I feel bad a little bit because like feel like we've just. I, I think the acting in this game is superb. Yes, I'll agree with I'm that. Just saying yep, yep, there, that yep, is, yep. it is fucking incredible. Like. I, I forget sometimes that I'm watching acting of acting yes. and I, 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 mm. it, it is incredibly well done. Like it, you, you never think, you know how like FMV you get... games, it's not an FMV game. It is an FMV no, game, exa- but it's that's not exactly an FMV say. You know, in game. FMV games when everything's just slightly too exaggerated yeah. or, you know, it's just slightly camper than it needs to be because it's an FMV game. You never get, I've never had that. I've no, been no, like, it's I could be watching done. a documentary here. It's yeah. really, really well done in terms and of... And I should say that also something I love about the fact, I love about this game, is that we're having this discussion where they are... I don't think there's many games... You could have a discussion about, say, Resident Evil Village, and you could like it or you could dislike it, but the reasons for, for liking or disliking it are kind of binary. Like, you don't like the story or you like the story. You don't like the gameplay or you like how it feels. The fact that this is such a kind of strange discussion to have... I think is 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 great, and it's why I'm kind of almost frustrated that I don't because Chris and I often agree on this kind of game, and I don't I don't know if I've just been really unlucky. I think um, so. I think everybody who plays this will get a completely different that's experience, it. and that's amazing. No, that's no to be celebrated. No, yeah. no game does that. No. No. no, but like for for me, it's right up there with Elden Ring. It's not quite Elden Ring, but it's so that's why at the end of the year, this is going to be massively frustrating yeah the, because but it's my personal experience like if yes. we all play xenoblade chronicles we'd all enjoy it give or take we'd have, the right experience yeah and we'd have different kind of things but we'd all it, relatively yeah. we'd all it, if something was good we'd all find that it, good it's the really interesting because i've been thinking about this a lot recently it's the really interesting part about storytelling right mm. and it's it, this game has made a decision on how to tell yes the story and, and it lives or dies by that decision Exa- think, exactly yeah. that whereas yeah. like you say chris if you've got a literal like beginning middle and end story that you turn in an order like most games yeah, you could dislike that story you could finish it and go i didn't like that story yeah but the story is the story experience it in all the same way so you can critique it in the same way like you, you can even well, interpret parts of it you could yeah. say well actually i thought that was talking about the dichotomy between you know what i mean <laughs> you can interpret different parts of a story but ultimately the story is a story 
Yes, exactly that. Whereas yeah. this, I yeah, I I don't know. I'll maybe give it one more go. Maybe I'll give it one more go. I might, maybe I'll start over again. I sat on the sofa with an Xbox I might, controller. I might message and... you a scene to scrub. <laughs> yeah, I feel like someone needs to make sure that your next session is just you watching. Well, I will say also is I, I was also a victim in the way that Chris was. Chris Hyde was, sorry, in that I didn't realise for quite a while that you were coming to scenes mid-scene. Yeah. No, I, I did fall too. foul it to that. definitely was. But listen, we, we should talk about another game because the trouble with this is is we are talking, not in riddles, but we're talking around the game uh, because we don't want to spoil it. And that's that's can be frustrating because I, I mean, I don't know not enough about it because I didn't experience it. And I'm sort of there going, well, I'm the audience here. Do you know what I mean? I'm the audience <laughs> because I, I don't know what they're talking about. Um, yeah. So I'm going I, I to. Yeah. Stay tuned for the Game of the Year podcast. Absolutely. Talk about everything in all the details. I should play more of it for that alone. Um, I'm going to rattle through a few previews, and we could do like a jingle for this 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 week because there's four previews I've got. Um, It's it's, you know, did you want to do like another jingle, Chris? It's time to add. No, that's the same song, mate. You can't can't just use the same tune. It has to be. I mean, that's just. Although I'm, I'm impressed that you were Pony, so, I yeah. think Lyle should do it. Or maybe Chris was in his Adam glorious Adam Cook, Adam preview time. Adam Cook, Adam Cook, Adam <laughs> preview time. Adam Cook, Adam Cook, Adam preview time. Adam Cook, it's his preview time. Yeah, I mean, probably just a really copyright good. strike. Uh, I'm going to briefly, this is going to be the briefest mention <laughs> for the Entropy Center. Um, I had been following this a little bit, this game, right? And I said it in the written preview that it's impossible to like not talk about Portal because Christ, even if you watch the footage, you're like, that looks like Portal. And like the puzzle elements in first person, oh, that's very portly. You go between rooms and do puzzles in each room. But what I do want to say about this one is that whereas other games try and I think fail to sort of earn that, hey, it's a bit like Portal, Monica, this, I think, gets what made Portal that good in that the puzzles are so clever and they make you feel clever. And I think that's why, aside the humour of, of Portal and Portal 2, aside the, the wit of the writing, that's what makes you keep going, is that you it makes you feel clever. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, this does that. This does that in spades. Like, it's all based around rewinding. Like the gun you have can rewind time up to thirty seconds, I believe. I don't know if that will change as you progress. Uh, and it starts off really simply, like you know, you have to put cubes, literally companion cubes, all but onto pressure sensor sensitive um, floor puzzle things, um, pressure sensitive tiles, and you have to use your gun to rewind them. So to you might have one cube but three switches or something and you have to rewind it from three to two to one but so you kind of have to draw the path out go one two three so that you can then rewind three two one and get through the puzzle door and it's really difficult to explain (laughs) a bit like puzzle was a bit like portal was um but like i say the most important thing is that one there's a demo on steam you can just go and try it and it's a decent demo so i think it's a good hour and two it's out this year and three, it, like I say, the important element for me is that it earns the Portal comparison. It isn't just, well, it looks like Portal and it sounds like Portal. Oh, it's, yes, yeah, another Portal game. Because the other thing about all that for me, there aren't that many of them that do it. There's not that many that even try it. And I think this 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 game could be like the best one since then, Portal 1 and 2. I think it's fascinating how it really makes you think and this it's really clever and the, the the environment can be rewound as well and i just wonder how 
I, I want to play more. I mean, Chris is literally yawning at the, the thought of this game. And I'm he's a puzzle trying fan. to stifle it because you know that I think the opposite of yeah. this, that I'm I really know, intrigued does. by it. No, it, it it's, it's a puzzler which instantly perks me up. And, mate, you know, if it's I'm, I'm joking. You've got a young kid. You're allowed to yawn. It's fine. Um, but, like, yeah, this is 3 a.m. this morning. Oh, fuck that. Grot bag. Yeah, you should carry on this game on Steam. It's available now. The demo, <laughs> um, but yeah, like it just the it, it, there's just enough in the demo. Like it, it introduces jump pads, which again, yeah, we had them in Portal, but in this you can actually pick them up and stuff and use them as the cube. And I just wonder how clever and like platformy it will get. But I'm really, really dig what it's laying down so far. And the other one is I went to play sort of about four hours of Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Uh, that's the, that's the major one I played this week and. I am going to shock nobody by saying I really enjoyed what I played, and 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 like it's one of those where I was in the room with like other journalists, and um, I was I was like I'm clearly the oldest person here, probably older than anyone else in the room. I shouldn't be laughing at like the rabid stuff at my age, right? <laughs> yeah, you should. I couldn't help it. Like I, I hope like there was some of the people who developed the game was sat behind us, and I hope that they saw my sort of shoulders going like you know because it's just like Rabbit Peach is still a joy, absolute joy. Makes me laugh. She's she's always taking selfies. She's like an influencer, and it just just tickles me just right. Uh, like I love like Mario Rabbit Mario, who's like a you know he's still got the the mustache and he's still giving him that sort of Italian look, but he's like a big bruiser that just punches everyone in the face with his with, with his look like he looks like he's got guns almost, but they're not. They're not. Um, the only concern I have, and I said this in the preview, is that the end of the session, I, they jump you forward a bit to a boss fight, and the boss fight was like not good. There was just, it was just there's no way around it. Like my experience of that boss battle was not good. It was like a three phase boss fight, but I didn't know it was going to be a three phase boss fight, and it did a lot of things. And and this, I'm not going to repeat myself, so go watch the the video preview, and we'll read the preview on godasageek.com. But I do think. That it's because it wasn't my save game. I really do. I've had like weeks almost to think about this now, and I really think that it's a case of I play games in a certain way. Like I like to do all the side quests. I like to level up as much as I can along the way. I couldn't do that because we played a f like the start of the game we played, and then the second part was like they loaded a save for you to play with like a larger party, more options, and all that. And there's so much to this game. Like the the titular sort of sparks of hope are um, equipable. Like if you got a fire spark, you can do a fire move, or you might have a fire buff or debuff. So there's all this under the hood that I didn't really have the time to progress through naturally. Whereas had I just played to this point, I would have felt more equipped to do that mm. boss fight. So mm. I'm pretty yeah, yeah. like of all the concerns I have, like that one's the highest. That's like wow, if you're gonna make every boss like that, that's too much. But again, in terms of that difficulty, I really am sure that it's because of the way it was laid out demo-wise, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, the biggest change to it is that it's sort of... It's still turn-based, but you you have like this free movement now. Um, and I kind of dig it. Like, I kind of like it. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like, you know, there's there's like scenes for certain special moves and you can speed them up by, by cutting, you know, just holding the button down. There's tactic cam where you can zoom out and look at it all. Like all the characters have got the various RPG archetypes. It just feels really good to play. It, it feels meaty, by the way. Like it feels seriously meaty. That's one thing I would say about this game. The, the thing I sort of walked away feeling was like this looks like it could be much bigger and longer than the previous game. And that was a substantial game as well. 
Um, it it yeah, it's it was on my radar. It's even more on my radar now, and that leads me actually. And I know I'm I'm if anyone's in the chat and wants to know anything special about any of these games, just shout and I'll, I'll come back to them. But that leads me nicely to Street Fighter Six. Because the game was on my radar because I've been playing Street Fighter since I was a kid. Okay. But Street Fighter Five left me very cold. Like very cold indeed. And Street Fighter Four we talked about this, me and Sean when we were in the room, um, playing the game. We talked about how we used to just play Street Fighter Four on Xbox versus for hours on end every other night. We would you know, it was it was our thing. But Street Fighter Five just didn't do it for either of us. Fucking hell Street Fighter Six feels good though. Like, I cannot get across... It's difficult because it's a fighting game, so it's all in the feel. Like, you mm. can look at it and go, it looks beautiful. So does 5. 5 looks nice. I think 6 looks best, the best. It does. It but looks like, really nice. But my God, does it feel good. And it feels... It feels balanced already. It feels like they've done a really good job of making people who've been playing a long time pick it up and go, yeah, I know Ken's moves, you know. But also there's new stuff to understand like there's a meter now where you 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 can i mean if you're watching the video version it's it's not going to work on audio but in the video you can see underneath the health bar there's like a, a gauge or or a meter which you can burn by doing special moves or this uh, this block and you get get it back if you block successfully and you can do like a parry and and it's just i mean honestly it, you remember the God of War effect we've talked about before, where you, nothing kind of hit the spot afterwards. It was just like you felt a bit empty. That's how Street Fighter Six left me and Sean. Like we've been texting each other, just like mournfully, almost like oh, so good, so good. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I just. I feel like they're riding a really strong wave as well. Like I feel like that's the consensus. I don't think like me and Sean are flukes here. I feel like generally speaking, that's how it's being received. So I hope it's out early next year. I hope they're not going to like leave it too long. They're doing a closed... Oh, was it open? I can't remember. They're doing a test October time. And that you presume that's to get the netcode right. But I mean, that was always fine. Like they've got good netcode. So you would hope it's not too far away. I would hope for an early 2023 release because they're riding an incredible wave and I want to, I want to, I really want to play it. And sticking with Capcom, I really, really, really want to play Resident Evil Village Shadows of Rose. Because this is set 16 years after Village. It's in third person with you playing as Rose. It's um, For me, it felt like the survival horror that has been slightly missing from the more action-based Resident Evil games. But, and I know Metro, Metroidvania is a word that isn't used often with Resident Evil, but it's always been kind of a Metroidvania light. Mm-hmm. In this, you get powers that allow you to access areas you couldn't previously access. That's literally a Metroidvania. Uh, and I will also point out that the graphics look amazing in this game. Like the net curtains, for example. I know that's, you know, <laughs> but it's true. Like, it just it just looks... You're in those net curtains. If you notice them, you know it's a good-looking game, right? Yeah, if you're talking about net curtains, it's a good-looking game. But the thing, the thing is that the, the most interesting. The, so look, I'll level with you, right? There are some things I saw in what I played. I'm not allowed to talk about yet, okay? So I do know a little more than I'm letting on. Not much, a little bit. Uh, and there are also some things that I am allowed to talk about that I'm like, I don't want to because I just want people to discover that stuff for themselves. The most interesting thing to me, and I am dying to play the final version of this, is why the hell are we back in Castle Dimitrescu? Why are we back there 16 years later as Rose with special powers? 
What's going on? What what is well, going indeed. on in this game? I, I, I mean, this looks great. Like it, the, it, um, it, it, and also I, mean, I can't talk anymore. I am not allowed to say anymore that I in the footage we have revealed and everyone else has revealed. Um, there is one enemy type, and you don't. I saw other enemy type, uh, and that's all I can really say about that. Um, it's just really interesting. It made me reinstall Village, right? Okay, and as of today, I played this. I am fascinated as to how they are going to make that work in third person. Because from the very first scene in Village, where you take control properly, when you're in the mm. snow after the car incident, yeah, that works because it's so dark around you that you're kind of mm. looking down at the white snow that's reflective of the moon almost. I don't know how that works. There's, I literally played up to the first save point, and there's so much of that game that I'm like, this is going to be a massively different game. Massively. It's like a new game. It's like a new resi. Yeah, I, there might be certain things that... It'd be interesting to see, because like, the best yes. bits of that game, like the house and stuff bits, the horror bits, it'd be interesting to see if they translate as well in third person. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. and the snow bit is another one. Like that's the they're the atmosphere. Will, will they? Though. Will they like zoom into your face? Yeah, and, and that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. cutscenes. Have they redone them? I mean, is it just a case of it was always like that, and they can just whip the camera out? Um, I'm fascinated to see how that is, and I really do want to play through that again. Because um, just playing the intro of Village, I was like, oh, this is really good, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like it's really, really suspenseful and 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 tense and like. I know I know where it goes, and as as you started to go through the tutorial area, I was like, oh yeah, there's the there's the sort of people that you're going to have to go the boss fights, shall we say? And I was like, oh my god, I completely forgot about the house, you know, the the mm. the marionette stuff, and I forgot about the. Yeah. It's a really good game. It was only the story that bothered me, but I just sort of feel like it got forgotten, and I'm really excited to play it again. But I need to know some of the stuff I saw that I won't mention and can't mention. What the hell is going on? Like, why are we back in that castle? And are we just in that castle? All I know about the DLC is that it's a decent length. I don't know any more than that. And that's not that's not that's not an hour age, is it? That's not a time. Um, no. Before we move on, though, Phil Tindall in the chat says, "What's putting me off Street Fighter Six is you just know it's going to be packed with the usual barrage of fighter passes. It always leaves me feeling like I don't own the full game without being fleeced." I totally, totally understand that. That's kind of what killed for five for me. Uh, mm. As I understand it, unless I misunderstood the recent news, the roster's going to start fairly small, and I think they've taken them on board. I haven't seen anything to suggest this is going to happen again. I, I <laughs> Let's put it this way. At our preview session, I even remarked that this game, as it was, if they can put this out with whatever the story mode is and all the other modes, and not nickel and dime fans, and not do that shit, this is going to be huge and and they know so i hope that's all the way fed back to japan and that they know and that it, but corporations and money in it so it's difficult to know you know but yeah like I, it was it was it was an interesting day to play those two it was interesting to go to capcom and play those two games and come away being like oh my god i just want to play more of those two games like it, 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 Street Fighter Six especially just killed me. Like I've been really struggling to find something to, that's you know, because it just felt so good, and and Shadows of Rose again. Like it, it's supernatural. It's horrory. It's got this. It's got these powers that are new. There's like a new white herb. Um, um, I you get that. That's how you recharge your powers with a white herb. I don't know if you're going to be able to craft them. I because you can craft them. You can craft like bullets and stuff like you could in Village, 
but I don't know if you can craft the white herb. I don't know if they're really limited in terms of how many you'll find, because I don't know how long the game is. Um, yeah, I, not just because I want to get to God of War, but like October can't come quick enough to play it. I think it's late October the DLC's out, so and so's Rabbids, and we'll be nearer to Street Fighter. Uh, but on that note, it's time for some listener correspondence. Play that jingle, boy. It's time. It's time. Chris Hyde. It's catchy. It's catchy. Chris Hyde. It's a, it's a little bit at the end. It's catchy. There you go. It's the it's the random monkey. There's things I spot in it that I didn't spot before. That's that I how good didn't... I am. I, just, I know. It's, it's just it's like it's like jingle inception. Most um, people don't get my comedy first time around. They need to be told the joke six or seven times. Yeah, so... yeah, yeah. <laughs> to realise it's a joke. <laughs> right, right. Let's get into this. So, first questions for all of us from Pooh. Asks, what are you hoping to see in Legends of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom? And says, feel free to skip Lyle's answer. So I'll go to Lyle first. Thank you. Uh, I want there to be dungeons. It's always going to be my main thing. I always moan about the lack of dungeons in in Breath of the Wild. So new Zelda game, I want big meaty dungeons, please. That's my that's my big request. I was quite that, reserved then. I, that was, I, I think that was I very myself. reserved for you. I'm pleased. Thank you. Adam Cook. Oh, it's um. What do I want? My, I, I, it's difficult because I'm supposed to be like the kind of. Well, I want to see this, and that, but to be honestly, like I would just if they just did it again, I'm I'm fine with that. Like, there's not been many games like Breath of the Wild no. that gave me that sense of exploration and freedom. And and again, we talked about it with Immortality that let me feel like I was experiencing it at my pace in my way, and that could mean going there first while you were over there, and and, and like. I don't. I mean, I, I, I would like a. Uh, so you know, in the very brief trailer where he, he kind of rides one of the cubes up, mm. like I'm wondering if that's a new power that you get from a dungeon, or that's just one of those because you can do so much weird stuff in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, like it could be just a metal thing, and they've attached something to it, and uh, I don't know. But it looks. I mean, Chris, I hate to say this, but it kind of almost looks like Skyward Sword a little bit. And but... well, this I was going to wait for my answer. Mm. What I. Fucking don't want it to be is Skyward Sword. Um, I th- th- ever since imagine if you very... hated it and Lyle loved it. Oh, that... that'd be so good. If I if I loved oh, God, it, if you I don't like Breath it. of the Wild too, that'd be amazing. Yeah, you gotta um, stop calling it that. You can't call it that now. Oh yes, yeah, sorry. Legend of Zelda Tears, Tears of a Clown. Um, <laughs> that's what that's the, what the um... new podcast will be called. If that because <laughs> 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 Geek presents yes. Tears of a Clown. I've Breath of the Wild too. Ever since the reveal, I've always worried that it's like we're going back to a pissing sky world that's going to have nothing in it. And so that, I, if you're going to give me a world in the clouds, I want it to be packed. But it uh, only looks like you're literally above the clouds of Hyrule. Yeah, it I know. Look this like is where we really secondary... need to see how they play it and what's the point of being yeah. able to go up, right? You know, over you know, because we've seen a bit of like dungeon vertical traversal, which I guess is for dungeons or for certain things, but. Um, yeah, I was like, please don't give me an empty sky world again. I, I, I can't. It, <laughs> so, a, a full sky world, and I want, I want a few more like 
items or spells and stuff that do stuff. That's what I want to spice up the gameplay. How different do we think this is? Like, do you think they'll remove degrading, degrading weapons? Do you, think, do you think they would? Because that's like the only complaint I... most normal people, Lyle, had about that game. Do yeah. you think they would do that? Like, just remove it? No, I, I don't think But you they should will. still have the... Oh, I mean, I was going to spoil it. I, but... I think this is Nintendo, and so they'll go, it's got degrading weapons in it. But you won't... Shit. If this is a continuation of the story, you have a sword, you don't need to... Right? Only if you got the Only sword, if you yes. got the sword, true. Um, but yes... Um, so mm. I think that will still be in there. I, I I don't know. My guess is if they're going to play off it being essentially Breath of the Wild 2, even though it's not what it's called, do you just have a, a few more of the the skills? You have like two more. That's what I would... I mean, Phil Tindall's... And Chris, sorry, you haven't got your answer, but Phil Tindall said, how do you feel about the map being seemingly reused in Tears of the Kingdom? Again, I think that's why we're in the sky. I think that's how they get away with using the same map. Yeah. Chris, how, how do you fit? What do you want? What are you hoping to see in Lost Tears of the Kingdom? Um, Some tits? Yeah, tits. No, I, I like I'm. I'm not. I'm not massively hyped for it. Let's move on. Christ, it's the new lion. I'm not. I just like I'll. I'll play it, but I'm not as massive. I'm sorry. That's good of you. Yeah, cheers for making the effort. <laughs> Nintendo says thanks. Yeah. Give us your Can you imagine that money. as a box quote? Chris White, I played it. <laughs> yeah, brackets, wasn't shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that there you go. That, that... Yeah, I think that's Zelda. Yeah, all right. Okay, cool. Move on then. Uh, so mate. Mix... You move on when you want to move on. It is my section. So Mick's got uh, Who? questions for us all. I'm waiting for you to interrupt me because he's done a what? super chat. It doesn't say Mick on the document. What does it say? It says Mick in um, some form of language that no, I can't doesn't. read. I can read that. I know exactly what that says. Well, go on then. It says Xenoblade. Does it? Well, I thought you'd have known that, Mr. Mr. Hyde. That's Why, Japanese because I'm a Xenoblade. master of linguistics? No, because you just so much love that game. I play it in English. Well, no, that, I didn't know that. That's disappointing. Right, okay. So Xenoblade <laughs> says, I'll ask you some questions then, Adam. Yes, sorry. Um, so this is a long one. Now that you've played uh, Mario Rabbids, do you think the release date will hurt it because Bayonetta 3 is out a week later? Which one will suffer more because of the other, basically? And do you care about Persona 5 Royal on Switch the same day, I think, as Rabbids? I can answer the latter part very quickly. I did care deeply about Persona 5 Royal on Switch until I got a Steam Deck, and now it's like, well, I just play it on there because it's a bigger screen, and and like, I've got more. You know, it's fine, it's fine. So I'm in no rush really to play that though, if that makes sense, because mm. it's not yeah, a new yeah. game. Do you think the release date will hurt it? Uh, I shouldn't have done that. Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ! I'm like, you're trying to get the old vocal fry going there. I don't think either. I think Bayonetta will probably lose out. It's not, it's, it's not got Mario in the title. Bayonetta has never been a particularly like massively selling series. It's it's more the people like us who want to play Bayonetta because we love that kind of game. It's not it's not a mainstream game, is it? Um, Mario Rabbids has got Mario and there's a reason Ubisoft dumped Rayman, and they did by the way. They not only dumped him, they kicked his fucking ass to the curb, hardcore style. That he never even got his jumper back. That he loaned them on their first date together. That's how badly dumped he was. He sent a text. 
He sent a text, said, can I at least have my jumper back if we're not going to go, you know, for another day? And they just ghosted him. That's how badly they did Rayman Dirty. No, I think they sent a, they sent a video back of them shitting on it. Yes, that sounds about right. Um, yeah. I forgot my point now. Uh, sorry, that's how big... That's, <laughs> they that's changed how big, big Rabbids... No, 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 they changed it for Rabbids. That's how big Rabbids were, because it's mm, Rabbids yeah. is, is the gaming minions, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. Mm. And Mario is Mario, so... I don't. Th- I don't know that it would either. Game will do gangbusters in terms of sales, but um, being on Switch will help. Yeah, I think it gives it the bump, doesn't it? Yeah, just because of the user base. And I think possibly that hurts Bayonetta for the same reason because this. Yeah, it does. It it would do better if it was um, multi-platform. I think they both do fine. And yeah, do I care about Persona Five Royal? I won't be playing it on the same day. Let's put it that way. I'll play it. I'll get it on. So I'll probably get it on Switch or PC. But um, I do also think that I don't. The more I think about that game, I kind of don't think my original argument is that you know if I could play it handheld, I'd probably finish it. I just think it's too long. I don't I know. You, if, I think you, know. you probably would have finished it if it yeah. had been released First back time. in the day yeah. on, on Switch. Yeah. Oh, no, that's fair. But now you will never I mean, play it. We're looking at. We're looking at. No, it's just un- it's really unlikely that you can download it for when you've retired, mate. In like a couple of months, couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get that in before you fucking said a week. <laughs> um, but like to be fair, I, I do play some. Like I played a bit of Diablo. Th- I keep wanting to say four Diablo three today on Switch. What a great so game good that on is! Switch. What a great Amazing. game that is. Sorry, I, f- I I forget because I did play. I don't know. Sorry, this is Tangent C, but I did play some Diablo Two Resurrected, and I just didn't feel it. But I think the art style of Three hit me so well. I just I loved it. Um, mm. Yeah, but that's sorry. I've answered your question. Hopefully. Uh, last question from Mick is: What's your favorite Street Fighter game soundtrack? Yeah, that, I thought that was there's another question related to Street Fighter, there, isn't there? You're not going to ask me that one because I was looking forward to that one. Um, favorite Street Fighter game soundtrack? Oh no, there is one. There is one after it. Yeah, it's sorry, two yeah. probably because it's like just. Oh uh, yeah, sorry, I'm being really shit today. What's your favorite Street Fighter game soundtrack? Let's answer that one first. Street Fighter Two. Yeah. It just, it just the most. It's the first one. It. It's the one that's etched into your brain, isn't it? It's it's the one that you recognise whenever whenever you 100%. hear remixes of like I don't know Ken or. Ken stage or something, it's, it just invokes that one, doesn't it, every single time. Mm. Okay, so mm. keeping with Street Fighter, so now that you've played Street Fighter 6 on PS5, do you think you would want it on PC, or will PC PS5 be good enough? He says, uh, Street Fighter 5 on the PS4 wasn't great, and they never patched it for PS4 Pro either. So it's time to sort of know your colours to the mast, isn't it, really? This is, this is going to be one of those statements. I'm telling you now that if this game comes out and is as good as the build I played in in terms of how it feels and they don't mess anything up, I will own it on PC, PS5 and Xbox. That's how good it is. So far. What I've played so far. In a preview sense. There you go. That is a better box quote than Chris's for <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom, I'll be honest. Yeah. Well, I could say definitely not shit about Street Fighter Six. <laughs> Just that definitely. Maybe they'll... There you go. That's be done. Okay, moving on to Lyle's questions then. He says, since you aren't playing Elden Ring, are you going to try the Wolong Fallen Dynasty demo? He's a real bastard, isn't he? He just can't get enough of rubbing in the fact that I've not played Elden Ring yet. I was going to buy Elden Ring this month. Decided 
to hesitate when I was going to, and uh, my partner's electric wheelchair broke it, and we had to buy another one. So I'm glad I didn't buy Elden Ring this month. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to get out of the house very easily. So you know what? Fuck off, Elden Ring. You're not as important as a wheelchair. Um, I uh, think they I'm... know that. Okay, good. Yeah, it's nice I, of them to know that. I don't think. I don't think Mick. I don't think that, that was in the marketing campaign, was it? Elden Ring better, <laughs> than, better than wheelchairs. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, w- be... that would be a bold one. It yeah. would be bold. I'd almost respect them for going that way. Yeah, no, fair, fair. Mm. Uh, I don't really play demos. Like, I'll play it when it's a real thing. Unless I have to play a demo, or it seems really <laughs> exciting. Like, yeah. if, I... Adam forces you to <laughs> if, if Adam forces me to play a demo, I'll do it. But no, I don't. I probably won't play it when it's like a full game and that. Okie doke. This, this is an interesting question. Favourite sofa type? <laughs> Yeah. Lazy boy recliner, sofa bed, hybrid, etc. Can I just say, I'm really glad he gave those examples because I was I fucking I'd baffled. Like, what are like, they? What, one I can sit my fat ass down on yeah, would be yeah. the answer. And it's comfy. I will say, actually, no, Lyle, you go because the question yeah. for you before I just steamroll it. Yeah, it would have been quite selfish of can, can um, we? Can we guess what you're going to pick? I was pick? just doing it. Fuck it. Yeah, go for because it. Because I, I, I reckon the kind of nonsense you come out with about Zelda. I can see okay. you being the only person in the world who says my favourite kind of sofa is a sofa bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh. no, no, I was going to say that. I was like, the the obvious answer is like the lazy boy, right? But like, he'll go, actually, no, because then I've got a bed and a sofa, so, so I don't so need what's, both. Hang on, so is a lazy boy one where you sit on it and then you you, you can flick your legs yeah. up and, yeah? Okay, yeah. just want to make sure mm. I know what a lazy boy is. Yeah. I'm I'm not gonna say a sofa bed because they're rubbish. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint you, but they are a bit shit. We had a sofa bed for quite a long time, and it was either a really bad sofa or a really bad bed. And that's not helpful for anyone. Um I just sit in an armchair. It's a really <laughs> if it's from a charity shop, it's like an armchair. sofa. <laughs> but he's asking what your favourite sofa. So you've got to give him an answer. He's a listener. So it's yeah. just, 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 is it, is it an Paying customer. I mean, if yeah. a lazy boy is a type of sofa, then an armchair is a type of sofa, and I'll just say that. What's the difference between a lazy boy and a recliner, then? I don't, I don't really know. know I, I'm a guessing isn't, like, a lazy boy, isn't that just, like, does it have... Because there are ones where you can just press a button and it slowly reclines. It's the same yeah. thing, just with the mechanism. Uh, essentially, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> interesting sofa talk we were all, we were all what, what, I was, what i was gonna say before lila his answer is I, I fucking hate those sofas that are like like two-seater sofas because they're not long enough to lie on mm. do you know what i mean like make have a three-seater sofa and have an armchair don't fuck about in the middle just like apologies if everyone fucking loves to well, i don't give a shit actually it's my fucking opinion they should be long enough to, to lie an on angry young man <laughs> thanks for the young <laughs> <laughs> no one disagree or agree or just gonna have I mean, silence and move on uh, yeah my silence and move on we're all angry yeah it's not, it's not <laughs> worth getting stressed out about is it sofa well, mate you sit your ass on it and it's nice yeah alright just thought it was just <laughs> have, you know fucking opinions and light and Listen, shade in list of correspondence talking fine. about talking we're about not fucking school. sofas not we're one, we're, we're one step it. away from talking about the weather and I'm not I'm not willing to be that English just asked if you like putting your feet up on the sofa. Of course I do. I'm fat. Well, there you go then. Why aren't you agreeing? <laughs> <with me? laughs> yeah. We didn't need you did, some questions don't need answering when you got eyes. I don't know. <laughs> uh, 
I'm only upright for two hours a week. I must do this podcast. <laughs> Come on. Lyle, yeah. I presume this isn't a euphemism. How's the new pigeon doing? The new pigeon, not a euphemism, is doing great. We got a new pigeon in recently to keep our injured pigeon company because we didn't want our injured injured pigeon to be lonely because his wing's healed up now, but he can't he's got, fly. He's so got he's... a name, Lyle. Sorry. He just called injured pigeon. <laughs> you know, in, well, yeah, injured pigeon. He, he's, he was having a tough time. IP. So, yeah, IP. So we got NP, new pigeon. And she's she's lovely. She, I just um... love the idea that the pigeons knacking its wig, and you go, you know, how we're going to make this better. We're just going to keep calling you injured pigeon to your face as well while you're recovering. It so doesn't I think, understand. I think, of, I think this pigeon's styled in kind of like an animal version of misery. I, think, I reckon Lyle knacking its wing in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted a pigeon, all right. So he will bad. stay with me forever. Yeah, but the new pigeon, because he's a kid's asking, NP. She's lovely. She you oh. just open the door of the aviary and if you put your arm out, she lands on it. It feels like you're a falconeer or something. It's great. Pigeon, though. It's a pigeon. So it shits yeah. everywhere, presumably. Pigeonair. They're not quite small shits. They don't really get in the way that much. You just pick them I, up. The size wasn't my issue with... Yeah. Never mind. It's, Doesn't it's matter. more the defecating on it's, your arm, to be honest. It's more the shit. <laughs> yeah. Just get a sponge. It's not a big deal. No, fair. We've heard the stories of Lyle and Pooh. We, you know, yeah, we know not, not again. Not again. Yeah. Um, and then what game are you looking forward to buying to play on Steam Deck for non-work reasons? So not because Adam forced you. Because not not through force, the yeah. usual force. I don't... Uh, it's Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Elden but Ring. that's pretty much work reasons because oh, it's for the Game the of the Year podcasts. Like, I don't really buy games for buying games anymore. It's just not how my mind works. I buy things because it's important for the year or because I, or I get a code. And But, I mean, I guess we can say Elden Ring if you all want, sure. Like, I'll, maybe I, it will be next month. It'll be, be the month. It'd be nice if you made the effort, is all I'm saying. It would be nice, wouldn't it? But So lazy. It's not happened yet. <laughs> Shall I do your questions, Chris, or do you want to do Please. Um, Mr. White's first? Oh, oh, do you know what? We'll save... Me, I wouldn't say the best. We'll save me to last. Okay, Chris. Yes. Uh, did NBA 2K23 do enough to be worth buying full price compared to NBA 2K22? No. Oh. The, the, you had the to only... think about it, though. That's a... Well, like, it's a virtual currency, man. I didn't want to talk about it like a lot in the review, but I just can't. I just can't not. It's ridiculous. Like the the new stuff, like the Jordan challenge, is is amazing. But I'm not buy. I wouldn't buy it just for that. Like there's not a lot else for me that I would want, other than just this this online world to be more accessible to everybody. Mm. The grind is just too much, and if you go in at, at the lowest level, everyone else has already spent. Tons of money yeah. to level up their character. It's so pay to win, kind when of. You, yeah, when you go and play oh. online in the city, no matter how good you are, you've yeah. got like six foot players dunking, blocking, rebounding when it's just not. It's just it, it winds mm-hmm. me up. And like you could work your ass off to buy something from the shop, and then you, you've spent a whole week earning virtual currency to buy some black sweatpants. And then you got to grind another week <laughs> to get something else, and it's just you either it's spend it on 
apparel or your character. It's just it's too much balancing and not enough reward. So, no, nah. I, I wouldn't. Not unless you really so, like Michael Jordan. I, I, no, well, I do, to be fair. I would also suggest that like someone needs to have a word with both 2K and Activision about getting the file size of their games down. Oh, my like, God. NBA How is, is, is a, I think it was, a, was 150. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, and I know COD's normally that. I don't know what it is this year, but like NBA, I'm yeah. sure, is, is was last year, like 130, 140. Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. That is... Uh, the, that's just ridiculous. Sorry, but it is. Anyway, sorry. It is alongside the whole storage conversation, isn't it? It yes. is. It gets ridiculous. Um, just before we move on, Phil Tindall on the chat just said, is there anything more northern than a man and his pigeon when he's Lyle getting a whippet and a flat cap? Oh, and I think there's a flat cap downstairs, actually. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll wear it next time. Okay. Back to Chris. Um, have you tried out any of the WWE 2K22 DLC? Is it any good? Um, do you know what? Yes, it is now. That's going to sound weird, but the company now, as it as it happens, has they've got rid of Vince McMahon, and he got rid of a lot of good talent from the company and made it a bit of a joke. And now Triple H has come in. He's brought back people that were released unfairly and he started to build so basically when in the past you would play a WWE game and people are fired before you even got the game so it features wrestlers that are no longer in the company when 2k23 came out there are a lot of characters that have been fired but now they're all being brought back so the roster is actually fuller now than it was when it was released because those characters who got fired are back in the game so it's actually it's all right but like it depends whether you want to play as like Logan Paul isn't it it's my boy Triple H. There he is. There he is. Yeah. In a little heart frame. The man of so many surprises. Like I know, I know. I, <laughs> I I saw him leave and I didn't know what he was doing. But um, I assumed he was getting shit or something. To be honest with you. Like, yeah. Not to me. Getting my me Triple and, H frame. Me and Lyle know all about wrestling. We go back. Way back. Yeah. So there you go. Irish yeah. whips. I know what an Irish whip is. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. I always get the pronunciation. Do you think is it Diofield or Diofield? Yeah, Dio. Diofield. Okay. Oh, yeah, so Chris, do you think Diofield would be a good fit playing on Switch or are you glad to play it on the Series X with the highest quality visuals on Um I think it's much better on um Xbox Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I can't remember what played it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um Switch, it might it might be more accessible, but you want it, it's it's not just about the visuals of the cutscenes, like the crispness of like the like the, the settings and like the the different like the dioramas and the levels, it's all really beautiful. So I'd, I'd probably I wouldn't I would, I would rather play it on Xbox 100, percent but it wouldn't it wouldn't be diminished I don't think massively on the Switch. But I don't know how it would play. Um, that'd be my main thing is how it'd feel to control because on the Xbox it's very smooth for saying it's like that kind of game, but on a Switch I don't know. So yeah, Xbox. Time for your questions, Chris. Joke. Thoughts on the new DLC for Xenoblade 3 that were revealed in the direct? Yeah, I mean it's all right. Like, <laughs> like I just, I, I, I tried not to look too much at it because I haven't finished the game yet, and I didn't know if anything was going to be spoiled, like linked to like the end game or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it's a, it's a, it's it's a new hero, isn't it? And a new side yeah. quest and stuff and swimsuits, yay, boob boobies. But like. I, 
I'm I right now I don't need more content in that game. I yeah. I, I mm. there's enough in there at the moment where I'm like I want to play this and I need to move on to other games. So yeah, I mean it's fine. Um doesn't seem like I don't, I can't decide but I probably would prefer it if they just did one big Torna style DLC rather mm. than like little waves of little add-ons to be honest with you. Um whether they will in the future I, I don't know, but I'm kind of not as enthused yet because I haven't finished it, but also because it seems the very bitty, the, the little waves of DLC. So fine. And it's a defender class and the game needs more of those. But, you know, other than that, it's, yeah, all right. Okay. What's uh, what's the best time to nap in the day? After lunch, isn't it? Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a simple answer. Yeah, I Fair enough. Uh, that <laughs> that um, Breath of the Wild 2, or Tears of the Kingdom trailer, was crap. It barely showed us anything, apart from the mistake. But, um, so what was your highlight of the Direct? So, there's a few, because I didn't get to see it well, live. You didn't ask for that, you asked for one. Alright. There's your introduction. Um, Symphony Remastered. Next question. No, now I want to know what the others were, because if that's the number one... Well, there was, there was a few. I mean, that's a very personal one for me because I adore Tales of Symphonia. So the fact that that's getting remastered and I get to play again, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm all up for that. Um, I, I, Pikmin 4, Octopath 2. Didn't know they were coming, so happy about that. Obviously getting a date for Bayo. Goldeneye! Goldeneye Online that will play like ass. Oh, <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Just like, it, it's one of those things where you're like, I can play Goldeneye. None of my friends have switches anymore. Like yeah. they used to have N64s, and we used to play around each other's houses because they've all grown out of it, and I still like it. Um, so yeah, I'll be like, I can play Goldeneye on my own, and unlock DK mode again on my own. But like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what game? Oh no, that's the wrong person's questions. Are you going to play Valkyrie or Diofield? Uh, Valkyrie's referring to Valkyrie Elysium, which is out. In a week-ish. Yeah, soon. <laughs> Too soon I'll for play, us I'll, not to I'll, have it. Mm, <laughs> I'll, play, I'll, play, I'll, I'll be playing Deerfield. I definitely will be playing okay, that. Fair enough. So uh, okay. that sounds right in my street. So De- Deerfield's a game that should have come to Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All the PlayStation... Stuff. Bits. Now plus thing. Because I, 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 I total sidetrack, but I find it really odd that like Dishonored is Dishonored. Fuck me, um, Deathloop is being like really heavily promoted because of course it's yeah. like, Microsoft own them mm. and it's like it's in Game Pass. It's actually also in the PlayStation version of Game Pass, and they're yeah. also promoting it on Facebook and Twitter. Like, hey, Deathloop mm. is now in the PlayStation game collection. It's like this is we're in like the Twilight Zone of gaming now, aren't we? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that's it, isn't it, Chris? I think that is the end of this week's Chris Hines listener correspondence. Yes. Play the jingle. It's time. It's time. Chris Hyde. Yeah, Chris Hyde. Lovely. Um, Did you actually mean to put my head on a sheep? I've only just noticed that as well. Fucking hell. Yes, I meant to put your head on the sheep. Because <laughs> I thought it was just a sheep in the background, but there's, no, there's another sheep. No, there's another sheep. <laughs> and that's where my head is now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm a sheep. Yeah. Right, carry on. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, that was definitely... See what I'm saying? Layers. I'm like an onion. Yeah, like, like, I'm yeah. like a, a, a comedic like an onion. onion. Yeah, comedic onion. Thank you very much for that uh, listener correspondence to everyone who sent it in. And thanks to Chris for um, hosting that section, as always. Uh, thank you to Chris and to Lyle and to Chris. 
I'm not repeating myself. There's two people called Chris here. It gets confusing sometimes. Sometimes I call Chris White, Chris Hyde, and sometimes I call Chris Hyde, Chris White. Yeah, you said to not make it boring. Yep. <laughs> no, that's the weather we're having. Thank you very much for listening and go to patreon.com slash geek to find out more about the ways you can support us financially. Uh, you can become a channel member. You can actually drop a thing called like a super thanks or whatever it is where you can just literally drop cash. <laughs> it sounds dreadful when I say it. I'll never give us your cash. It's why I'm not loaded. I can't. Do, I can't be that. Like, hey, give us your fucking money, kind of thing. I can't do it. I just. I can't. Yeah, make it rain for us. But um, also yeah. go to geek.com where you'll find all manner of news, reviews, previews, guides, videos, podcasts, everything. There's a merch store as well if you really want a hat. This isn't us. That's a cyberpunk hat actually. Um, but you can get a hat with like. Uh, probably should have wore it for this part. But you can get a hat with our Cushion logo on in it in the background. Yeah, yeah they can't see that. I, if I if I move like that, you can see sort of there. You can see as a god as a geek cushion. You can get there for your. I'm sure your other half would be absolutely fine with that on the sofa, um, or the lazy boy, or the sofa bed. <laughs> Follow us on all the social medias: the so TikTok, the Facebooks, the Instagram, the Twitter. There's probably others, but yeah. Thank you very much for being here, and we will speak to you next week, or whenever you choose to listen, for the big 500. What's he got in store? What's the genius that has Adam Cook got in store for episode 500? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. But I've got <laughs> a week. Watch. I've got a week to plan it, so come back and see that. So we'll speak to you next week, which you will do, because it's episode 500. So I'm not saying my normal outro. I'll see you next week for episode 500, and I'm sorry I got aggressive at the end. I'm seeing someone about it. Bye. <laughs>